self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am surprised that white people still don't understand the concept of wild animals also known as calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another fantastic episode uh you can find me mr on point on twitter and instagram at mr m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on point and i can be found at red underscore calamity also we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show so if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show you can send it to our gmail account which is conversation call artist at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook conversation call artist um and we will respond that way we don't have a question before we before we get into that though for the last few weeks i just wanted to say again thank you to michael and Colin for joining us and giving us a lively debate and uh, and joining our show and just making it you know better. So whoever we have that what was the one in Mumbai? Twisted Tressies. No, Twisted Tressies. But we had somebody that listens that's in Africa. I want to talk to them. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know if you're listening right now. <laughs> Mozambique. We Mozambique, got the like number. That's what it was number something rated comedy podcast or something like that i want to we i would love to do that that would be amazing but Uh, we do we um miss twisted tressies we will be communicating with you next to get on the show to talk about some uh some of your religious experiences i'm excited about that uh, yes excited um we didn't get a letter this week but (laughs) i had a situation (laughs) so i have not been on the dating apps because they're shit (laughs) and i just i'm frustrated with the whole with just dating in general i'm trying not to like give up on the whole idea um but i'm also really tired so i haven't been on there in like a while and so i told the story on here about the basketball player slim and I think I mentioned that, like, every six months, he'll, like, contact me for no reason. I don't think you have a name dropped. Oh, well, it's dropped now. <laughs> okay, yeah, it is now. It's dropped. <laughs> I'm going to fuck. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, he contacts me, like, every six months and just kind of, like, tests out, I guess, to see if there's a possibility. Now, keep in mind, this and I, I hope he listens. I don't know if he even knows about the show. If he does, I hope he listens and hears. We will never, ever, ever in life date again. We could be the last two people and the human race would end with us. Okay? No fucking way. What about, so no dating, but what about sex? No. Hot sex. <laughs> Sweaty <laughs> sex. Y'all should see his face right now. <laughs> he's saying this shit. That's why it's funny. No, because here's the thing about me and when I like somebody versus when shit go wrong and I we ain't rocking no more. I don't find him attractive like that no more. Like, I was with it. I thought he was the sexiest person I'd ever seen in my life when I was with him. Now I look at him and I just see, like, bitches. Like uh, Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, like, it just ain't... But I'm so I'm just saying if no. it was up to you and him to populate the rest of the world or for human race to go I extinct, don't want him touching me. It's I over. Just, yeah, I just can't. What it's about like, like uh what about like he use a jar ew, over here? Nigga, and, no, I don't want to do that with nobody. It's gross. So no. Nah, okay, well. 
<laughs> Hope you ain't the last one left for the fucking yeah, human just race. Don't make it be him. Like, give me somebody else. Shit. <laughs> I just, I. They gonna give your ass the biggest, slimiest, greasy white man that you ever. Yeah. We all get into that. <laughs> but. <laughs> ever. Anyhow. <laughs> It'll never happen. Like what the way that my psyche is set up, and I know that it's like a, um, it's a way of, of of me protecting myself. If it does not work out for whatever reason, good or bad, the way my shit is set up, I don't find you sexually attractive anymore. I just don't. I can't. I physically cannot. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how much sex we've had in the past. I don't care how long we had sex for. It doesn't matter. Like. At that point, I don't want you touching me. Like the idea isn't even appealing. Um, it just it just ain't how it ain't how I'm set up. It's not how I'm set up. I have to like you t- for me to be like really sexually attracted to you on some level. It don't have to be like love, but I need to like you as a person on some level. And I don't like him as a person no more. <laughs> that's what you know. That's that's my theory. Listen, it is men out there who have this automatic level of attraction that women automatically like and the same for me and the women but it that's built into like our beauty standards that we have in our society mm-hmm. the more a person likes you like the more like points you have the less attractive points you have to have yes you know what i'm saying that's accurate. like yeah. if if they like you if you are if they like you on a level 10 and mm-hmm. you a zero <laughs> Then you still a ten of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you were five and you got five like points, that puts you at a ten. It does. And you know, that's why, like, if you're not what society traditionally looks at as beautiful, and we'll use me for example. I'm a big guy. I'm a big guy. That is what I'm gonna that's just outside (laughs) of the level of of acceptable beauty standards, okay? okay? I'm 325 pounds. You don't even look that big. I know I don't look that big. Everybody <laughs> say I don't look that big. I weigh 325 pounds, okay? It's crazy. And I'm bald, going bald. And I don't like, my head ain't shaved 100% of the time. Sometimes <laughs> you can see my hair shadow and my the part that yeah, don't grow. Yeah, hair shadow. <laughs> you know, my beard, while it's a beard and it's immaculate, mostly because it's a beard, there are beards that are a lot more cooperative than mine like my beard is disrespectful to me my beard be like put that brush down just slap the brush out of my hand you know and, and so i'm just saying from that i don't i mean I, I i've worked on other things about myself yeah that personality wise and charm wise mm-hmm. and communication wise that might make people give me those points and i feel like that's why it's a lot of super attractive assholes like because they don't have to work on that other shit they don't have to be nice they don't have to be like cool they don't have because their level of beauty is so high that they never had to work on those things exactly (laughs) that 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 is a there is a high correlation with that yeah and that's why you have dudes that are jerks yep who are attractive who can wrangle up women to have sex with Mm -hmm. and not and, and it just be a whole cycle of oh, this group of dudes messing up women and the dudes who ain't doing that, you know, they we second. <laughs> we 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 next. It's just the nature of how shit goes. You know, but, that's I mean, a theory I say anyway. this all the time. Like, I need to go on our um, Facebook page and post like some young red photos. I was a weird looking kid. I was a weird looking teenager. I was very teeny tiny. I wanna say something. 
Go ahead, Kay. We've been saying for two goddamn years, we need. I'm gonna post this on the page. We need to post this on the page. It ain't a goddamn thing been posted on that page. I really want to do this one though, so that because I feel like. Let me set a motherfucking. <laughs> I'm gonna set a reminder right now. We we so shit about social media. Like we are the absolute worst. We probably gonna have so many more people listening if to this we damn like podcast, and we just put a, a ounce. We just not social of energy media into people it. though. Like I just ain't that person, but. I, uh, and the reason why I want to do that is because I feel like the level of attractiveness that people feel like I have now don't match <laughs> what I didn't had my whole life. <laughs> and so sometimes I feel like when I'm talking about being weird and looking weird and not like having good luck with boys and shit, people are like, what? And it's like, nigga, no, like I looked weird. I was a weird fucking kid. So this is the thing. <laughs> I work in schools, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going into schools. Now, there's a big difference between the schools in the white neighborhood and the schools in the black neighborhood yes. because I really, I know this is going to sound bad, but I really do feel like not having access to decent food and eating shit that, that's been injected with all kind of stuff is making the kids in the poor communities grow yes. faster yep. versus, because if you go to Hoover High School, kids look damn like kids. Yeah, as and opposed you go to going to, to like Carver, Woodlawn. Any, if you go to any school yeah. with a name on it, okay, Parker, <laughs> Carver, Jackson, Olin. If you go to any school with a name on it, the kids in there are like they are they're like, they, like built it. like the girls. Are like I went into a school, the dude had to be six eight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My brother was six seven in high school, so Damn. I guess that ain't surprising to me. But um, but and so their bodies are built, and yeah. so when you look at them, you know. You think that they are adults, but mm-hmm. they kids. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I'm not a, I'm in no way attracted to a child at all, no matter what they got. But uh, because psychologically, I know that they're it's a, a child. child. Yeah. But but uh, when I see them walking and moving about, they just don't walk with confidence. They yeah. don't walk. With, but if a teacher walk in that mother, like the level of confidence that teachers walk around with, like what grown women have mm-hmm. that kids don't have. That's why I could never like this. I just don't understand that part of pedophilia. Yeah. Like, so a lot of it is that, you know, just being an adult and, and yeah. having the confidence and experience and knowing what you know yeah. and the way you move about in the earth is just going, it's just automatically going to create an appeal that ain't kids ain't got. Yeah. Well, but also I feel like I'm, <laughs> you know how like people start out some people start out beautiful like you had those people in high school that everybody like i i feel like i'm doing that backwards which is better for me because i feel like at this age being a more attractive or like i guess a more what society would be whatever i feel like i can handle it better as opposed to being a a teenager having like all of these people interested in me like i feel like i would have been overwhelmed with that as opposed to now where i'm like fuck out my face (laughs) leave me alone but i was a weird like very weird looking kid and very weird looking teenager and so because of that i did you know i i became i like to think i'm cool you know i i hope the people that are friends with me think that i'm cool <laughs> niggas always want to be friends like i get friend zoned so fucking much it's unbelievable because i'm such a good friend i'm an amazing apparently friend it's a it's it's great (laughs) it's amazing anyway (laughs) i say all that to say back to back to him um 
I don't even know how I got off on that tangent, but we're going to get back to. So he contacts me, uh, calls me, called my phone and I was at work and I'm like, the fuck is he calling me for? So I couldn't answer at the time and I called him back and he was like, I got a bone to pick with you. And I'm like, nigga, what the fuck possibly could you have? <laughs> like, first of all, I ain't talked to you in months. And secondly, I mean, it ain't shit that I could do. Like what? And he was like, you didn't swipe on me on Tinder. And I was like, what? He was like, you didn't swipe on me on Tinder. And I was like, first of all, I've never even seen your fucking ass on. I didn't even know you're on Tinder. I didn't, and I ain't been on Tinder. Like that was the day I started sending all those. Um, so this is recent. This was this, this was happened. this week. Yeah, when I started sending out on profile because I hadn't been on Tinder because I was like, fuck it, I'm tired. But him called that call prompted me to get on there, and, I, and it reminded me why I had stopped swiping. But I'm like, nigga, I, I mean, I I haven't been on there, so like you probably saw me and swipe because you know sometimes when you swipe on somebody and it don't get a match it's because that person hasn't seen you yet and swiped mm -hmm. it's not because they they swipe left on you or whatever they need a scene they need a scene <laughs> part of tinder so you, so you know. don't know <laughs> like yeah. they saw you but it wasn't no match because you don't know if it's because they haven't seen you or because they just wasn't interested but he apparently thought that because he swiped and it wasn't an audit first of all i would have swiped left on him let's just you know. <laughs> The idea that you think that if I did see you on Tinder that I would swipe right on you is fucking hilarious. Nigga, no. Why would I do that? <laughs> what would even make you think that that would have been the case? Like, <laughs> But this was just his way of having a reason to call me because he, we go through this every three to six months. He just does this. And I was like, nigga, I haven't been on there. So that's probably why Like, I didn't even know you were on there. I'm surprised that you're on. Because listen, he gets plenty of vagina without being on dating well. So he did anyway when we were dating. <laughs> so, I, I mean, he uh, uh, he got the recipe. <laughs> you know? he but he, He's really, really, was really skinny. He's not as skinny. But he was tall. Like, like at that six, point. Eight, but six, I'm nine, saying, yeah. even being skinny, mm -hmm. which a lot of women don't like to, the height make up for that. That's just his made yep. up. And, you know, he's a regular brown skin yep. dude with. You know, no flaws, you know, one of his ears ain't fucked up or, <laughs> you know, he ain't got like a bottom teeth look like a fence. No. You know, he, he, you know, so he got the basic shit where women would be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Him. But he also is that person who he's always been tall. He's always been athletic. He that person who was like a fuck boy because he didn't have to be like cool or none of them things like. And he's, but that take, and that take work. If you wake up in the morning and walk outside and it's a woman just like, hey, I want to be with you. And you had to do nothing for it. Yeah. Why the fuck would you ever? <laughs> why, the, why would you ever work for being worth a damn? True. He never did. Like if, if, if somebody just walked to my door and gave me an amount of money I work for every month. <laughs> I ain't working. <laughs> the fuck I look like doing work. <laughs> I mean, clearly I can make more, but yes. that ain't how human race works. It isn't. I'm yeah. chilling. So he wanted on people who was just chilling. Like yeah. he now he has a natural charisma. I'll give him that. But like one of the things that I remember most about being with him is that I had to dumb shit down. Like this shit we talk about on the podcast, these intellectual conversations never happened with him. <laughs> never. Never happened. <laughs>
Not capable of doing. Have to explain shit to niggas. Have to skills. explain, like, goddamn, my nigga. Listen, yeah, you have to break everything down to okay, like. Okay, let's let me. Okay, so take three yellow skittles <laughs> and two red skittles, <laughs> and, and he done ate the skittles by this time. Like, oh shit, goddamn it! Why you always eating the skittles? <laughs> he that person, absolutely, yeah. So I ain't talked about him to know that about him. So I, I'm speaking in general terms. You never talked to him? You never had no. any interactions with him? No. He hung out with Rob. I don't know why I thought he was in the group of like gaming listen, folks. Listen, the link that connected all of us was Halo 2. Yeah. We network played it on the game. After we stepped out that apartment, I ain't even speak to Rob. Me and Rob <laughs> don't got nothing in common. Me and Ronnie don't got nothing in common. Ronnie, another one of them people that like yeah. he ain't never had to do nothing. He just and, he got light skin, light eyes. Bitches just flopped to him. And me he and Paul didn't person. really have anything in common, but he's. I mean, oh. we have a slight edge of nerdiness. Yeah, but you know, Paul much more so. But he's uh, he was a kind person, and it was easy to be friends with yeah. him. Yeah. You know, Paul but sweet. so Slim played every now and then. Jamal played every now okay. and then. But outside of that, like those were basketball team dudes. Yeah, they and 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 uh, and six Sigmas. Yeah, I none of that identifies me. Like I played basketball and I probably played on the court with Slim before, but I was just the fat dude that played ball, <laughs> like me and Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cheese. We were the fat dudes that played ball. And everybody (laughs) knew us as the fat dudes that played ball. Cheese was good in the post, and I was quicker than I looked. (laughs) That's kind of how we played it. Jesus. So, I mean, I had interactions with all these people, but outside of the court, I'm not the kind of person that need that interaction. Okay. I don't need Rob to say, hey, what's up, Mr. On Point? I don't need none of them to say that. So I just, I pretend like they don't exist outside of Halo. You wouldn't have had nothing in common with him. Because, again, he just, he, he he's a pretty face. <laughs> That's about it. There's nothing up there. I had he's some kind it. of connection with JoJo at some point. Oh, God. I think he was, uh, he was, he was one of them dudes that could get stuff <laughs> yep. for the low. So I think that's how my connection Joe with him came. Joe is another pretty face. Like Ooh. for some reason, I had been to his apartment before, and I cannot remember why. Like <laughs> after, this was after AUM. Like oh. I, like not all the way after AUM, but like after I had graduated the, and came back. Probably to pick up something he had. Yeah, I have for no low, idea. Because Joe stayed scheming now. <laughs> But, that nigga uh, was a hustler. Um, well, I'm saying all that to say that you know, for my part of this dialogue is based off of what I've Paul, said. Paul had a wedding mm-hmm. during this time, you know, and he invited one of the guys there, and he didn't come. Like he just at the, at the last day, he had his tux and all that. He said he wasn't coming. That's so fucked up. And it ruined a relationship. And I had to have a conversation with Paul about the idea that, you know, what what you consider friends in this situation is not like we weren't connected by the things that would make somebody value your yeah. vows and, and your process of, you know, your mate. Like we this we didn't connect on that level. We didn't I would not call any of them to come pick me up. Hell no. Or to help me with a flat tire. Not yeah. because they wouldn't do it. It's because I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm sure that if you ain't got shit to do and I call you, mm-hmm. I'm positive you're going to come. I've come before when you've been on Yeah, I know you have. That's yeah. why I know it's going to happen. You ain't asked no questions. You said I'm on my motherfucking way. Yeah. 
Um, I feel like that for uh, Shogun, Cole Jackson, Leroy, and Cliff. I feel like that for all of them. That's nerd play and uh, government name. Government name. I feel like if they're available, mm-hmm. they will help me with trouble, and I will help all of y'all with trouble in that case. Yeah. But like, I. I for certain can't say that it was like that with any of those guys. Yeah, I can you know. See so it's like the things that I, I I have an I think I have an appropriate probably under under measured gauge appropriate gauge of my my relationships and interactions. Mm-hmm. I know who to trust. I know who is dependable. Yeah. I know who is a leech. <laughs> I know all of those things. You know, to the point that. I know who to ask for what, know who not to ask for what, know who going to come to me for something, know who when they come to me for something, who going to give it back mm-hmm. and who going to keep it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I'm, I I have a decent gauge of that, but that's kind of, I keep busting in your story, but um, <laughs> you can continue. This all started from Slim. It did. Um, and my connection, oh, lack yeah. of connection with him. Go ahead. But anyhow, he uh, so he's upset about me, and I'm like, nigga, I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't been on there, and that's probably why it's not that big of a deal. He and so then, of course, because that was just his like way in. He was like, so how you been? You know, just this regular shit. And I'm like, I'm at work, but I'm, I've been cool. And he was talking about. I was like, why are you on? Why are you on Tinder anyway? Because again. Uh, he he been getting bitches since bitches been got okay he don't need to be on no social media at all it's just it's not what he he don't need that (laughs) and he was like well you know i you know i broke up with the young lady that i was with you know about four months ago and i just decided to give um give this a try now in my mind i know four months ago you was on my phone (laughs) so what you're telling me is that when you was on my phone, you were also in a relationship that you didn't mention, but it's all right. Go off. <laughs> um, so I was like, oh, okay, you know, the, you know, dating apps are kind of suck, but, you know, good luck, whatever. And he always, always cannot have a conversation with me without mentioning sex, which is offensive to me because at a point in our relationship or probably for most of our relationship, that was the only value that I held to him. And that's not me being like, oh, what was red? That's just no, nah, that's what it was. Like that was the value that I held in his life or in, in my purpose. Uh, so it's offensive when you still doing this shit. This is not attractive. Stop doing that. So somehow he was he was mentioning how you know it had been. I don't know how long nine nine months to a year since he had sex don't even know how it came up so i was like well that's unusual for you <laughs> he was like oh, damn what does that mean i was like nigga what you mean like a year without you fucking somebody unusual <laughs> he was offended i don't give a fuck like why are you calling me with this nonsense anyway so then that led into this this long I I just let him have his little monologue. He was like, "Well, you know, Red, I know you probably hate my guts, and you and 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 you should. I I completely understand why you would hate me because I was such a fuck boy to you, and I was, you know, I I that's one of my my biggest regrets in life is that, you know, I didn't I didn't put more into us, and I didn't, you know, you're 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 gonna always be the one that got away and and the one that I always, you know, I, I should have done so much better, but, you know, I just want to get to know who you are today, and I want you to get a chance to get to know me and see who I am today, because I've grown. Nigga, bye. 
all of this sound like some shit you would have said when we were still dated. Like, get the fuck out of my face. I'm not going to do this with you. Like, I have no desire to get to know who he is. And the thing about it is I hope he has changed because he was an asshole and he was like king of the fuck boys. He absolutely was. So for his own sake, I hope he has changed. And for whoever he ends up with, I hope he has changed. But that bitch is not going to be me. <laughs> he not going to end up with me. <laughs> uh, and so I said all of this, this whole long story is just interesting to me how people feel like, you know, they look back and feel like oh the one that got away so do you have somebody in your life that you feel like is like oh she's the one that got away i should have you know that should have worked out no <laughs> that was <No>. quick <laughs> no <laughs> that you know that that thought comes from a place of um the ball not being in your court Right, I've I've not had one of those relationships where I've been on the underside of that situation. Like I've not fucked anybody over. Okay, <laughs> I've not been in a situation where I was like, "Damn, I let her get away." I mean, there's situations that I wish I would have explored, but I didn't see the signs, and or something was going on that kept me from embarking on this thing that might have been positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't even see that as the one that got away. I think the essence of the one that got away <laughs> is that you did some shit. You know, and, and I mean, kind of because like it, when when somebody get away, it's like when you when I think of somebody getting away, I think of a, a kidnapper holding somebody and they like breaking loose and then getting the fuck on. He's like, that bitch got away. That's what I think. So you already fucking up when somebody is in a position to have to get away. I don't I don't put people in that position. I don't think yeah. my like the, the, the situations that I fucked up on. They kind of just have dissolved, but it wasn't really that I did anything overt. It's just been you went out here hoeing around. <laughs> I went hoeing around in communication errors, yeah. issues with um, the amount of time that it normally take me to fucking figure out what the fuck I'm supposed to figure out when it comes to a relationship. <laughs> Motherfuckers get tired of that shit and be like, "I'm out." But it ain't never like I've I've never felt like they got away because like I to to me I. I don't, I don't, I just don't, you know, I don't look at myself like a traditional society would expect men to look at themselves where it's like, the woman is the prize and we fucking hunt, we treasure hunters <laughs> and like, we, we fighting each other. Bitch, give me that map. <laughs> Killing motherfuckers looking for the X mark the spot shit. I'm not in that race. I'm like, listen, you can come hang out with me if you want to explore my flaws and my bullshit. <laughs> If you can deal with my flaws and my bullshit and the amount of time it take, then let's do something. Yeah. So I don't have, no, I don't have. I don't have, I mean, I feel like, and this is one of, I mean, this is one of the things that is why I will shut you all the way the fuck off when shit don't work out and like my emotions are no longer involved. I feel like when I am involved in something, I commit to it. I'm going to give you what I have. I'm going to put my all into it. You know what I'm saying? Until you show me that you're not worthy of that. Now, young me, it took me a whole lot longer to figure out motherfuckers weren't worthy of it. <laughs> and so I'm doing a lot of shit that shouldn't have been doing for somebody that was so shitty to me. But 
me at this age i I recognize it peep it out a lot quicker i feel like but you know i'm 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 all in i'm all in if you all in let's do this let's make this work because i feel like this about relationships you know i think sometimes people look at like they fail when it will like i failed like i feel like relationships can fail i don't know that the people within them like sometimes shit ain't meant to be you know what i'm saying and you could do everything right and the relationship still don't work out that doesn't make you a failure that means that it was some shit that didn't work out but if you know that you've done what you're supposed to do on your end of things and you know that you gave it what you had i don't look at a you know a failed relationship as me failing like period <laughs> Or that other person failing. I don't even look at it as Slim failing. He was a whore. That's just what it was. It was not meant to be. <laughs> and I kept mostly me because I feel like it when it finally ended, ended, it was because I walked away and left it alone. Because he would have kept on. Like, that shit would be going on right the fuck now if I had allowed it to continue. Like, it totally would. He would still be out here you know telling me one thing and fucking bitches in his free time what would be the natural progression of that (laughs) would would red have never become the red she was staying with him or would she have inevitably become the red she was and murdered him probably the latter i don't know i don't know i feel like him (laughs) being there might have uh tapered off how much you can become what you are now maybe you know you'd be all submissive and um, passive and I wasn't even that with him. <laughs> like that's the thing. So one of the it things it was something about you that was making you deal with that shit when you was dealing with it. It was low self esteem. I think I talked about this before. He so because of the level of attractiveness that I in society deems him to be, and because of the level of attractiveness I did not feel like I had when I was able to catch his eye and, and was able to be with him. That was such a. It was such a. It was like a prize. It was like I won the lotto. It was like, look at this shit that I was able. Like this nigga want to be with me. Like, and I like that feeling so much so that even though he was giving me all these other bad, <laughs> horrible feelings, I didn't want to lose the idea that I was with him. Didn't matter that fifty little mother bitches was with him too. Um, this is the thing. <laughs> if I did something wrong, I wouldn't dare have the audacity. To communicate with a person that I wronged. <laughs> I wouldn't. Not acting like I didn't do shit. And I guess that's my character. I One, I don't do folks wrong. And if I fuck <laughs> around and do somebody wrong. Or I have the perception of something wrong being done. I try my best to resolve it. Well, he's not saying he didn't do anything. I don't. What he said was, I know I fucked up. But like, I'm different now. <laughs> No, 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 no. See, he started the conversation <laughs> wrong. That made it not genuine. Yes. He started the conversation as if you might have forgot that shit and was willing to forgive that shit. Oh, and yeah. I'm going to pretend like it didn't happen to see what my chances was. If he really wanted to apologize, he would have just came out and said, listen, I, this shit been fucking with me. Mm-hmm. I fucked you over. I'm sorry. I yep. apologize. It hurt you and blah 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 blah. yeah but no he he did that when he realized you weren't trying to hear that shit so to me that don't mean nothing to me and i was not trying to hear that and then not only that but he was like you ain't even swipe on me (laughs) you know he could have even like that the narcissism in that Uh response he could have came and said 
I saw you on Tinder. That neutral. Mm. Not with this idea that you owe me something or you supposed to give me something or you supposed to feel some kind of way about me or at least show this application that you're attracted to me. Like, how dare you not swipe on me, bitch? Come on. You really call my phone with this. Like, that's that was your lead in. But this is what he does every couple of months. It'll be, if it ain't Tinder. I'm trying to think of what the last time it was. Oh, last time it was... He was thinking of starting a YouTube channel and he knows that I did YouTube. And so it started out him asking me about cameras, like what kind of camera he needed to get and blah, blah, blah. And so then that slowly slipped into it because it always goes back to like us getting back together <laughs> or like him trying to like, you know, I'll be in Birmingham sometimes. Okay. Good for you, my nigga. Mm-mm. And I be in my grammar sometimes, but I don't call you when I'm there because I don't want to see you. <laughs> the fuck out my face. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that, it, it just, it's always so funny when it happens because it's just hilarious. And you are right. I guess the, usually people who feel like the one that got away, got away because you was doing fuck shit at the time. Because I don't really have that. I don't have anybody that I feel like oh they got you know i should have did this and that and and i still want to be with it like you know i don't have that at all with anybody i thank god every day i never had a baby by none of these niggas <laughs> been awful <laughs> would have been a tragedy would have been a tragedy so and he said that to me before like he said something about you know can you imagine if we had had a kid you'd be dead my nigga be glad be glad I'm not your baby mama. He said that? Mm-hmm. Imagine if it would have happened. What's the context he said that in? Like, like being hopeful that that would have happened? Yeah. Or yeah. In this conversation? Yeah, this com- one of the many. He called, like I said, it's like every six months he'll oh. do this. But then one of the, and I'm like, no, we would not have needed to have a child together. He was like, but I think, you know, that would have been cool. A little bit of me and a little bit of you. Nigga, you're not thinking about me as a mother. <laughs> Like, I feel like had this continued and and I had a kid, if it ended and me becoming the red I am today didn't wasn't what caused me to become the red I am, me having a fucking baby would have been. Like, I would have fucked him up. Like, you not, oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Jesus knew that I did not need to have a baby. With, like, that would have just, mm-mm. Mm-mm. and i wouldn't i mean that would have been a connection i would have had to him forever which i would not ugh, i wouldn't have wanted like me now fuck that absolutely not and it would have just been one of his i'd have been one of his baby mamas <laughs> because he had a baby which is part of what the issue was i'd have just been a baby mama of his fuck that <coughs> There was something else that I was going to bring, but <laughs> pollen, sorry. Um, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was going to be, do you think that people fail, that it's a failure on your part if a relationship fails? No, not necessarily. I think it's, for me, no. <laughs> um, like I said, there's you know been some errors in communication and issues that i've had regarding 
uh, relationships, but I wouldn't call that what led to the failure of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't. I really don't even look at it as failure, more so than um, just being dissolved. Yeah, you know, like like you would dissolve a business. It's like both parties have a conversation, and it's like, okay, this ain't the best thing, or mm-hmm. you know, this ain't necessarily working out, or let's go. I had a situation that done sunk and sunk like the Titanic, and no shit like that. I mean, even in but, those... But generally speaking, yeah, I mean, I think somebody can be responsible for the failure. I just don't believe that... Something I don't like about relationships is that we try so desperately to hold on to ones that don't need to be held on to. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's not fair for one person to have to feel, have negative feelings about what went wrong in a relationship and have to overcome that shit. Yeah. So if you choose to leave a relationship because somebody cheated on you or mm-hmm. something happened, I 100% understand that and agree with that and think that's what you should do because I just don't think you should have to have negative feelings while the other person get to be all right from their wrongdoings. But, yeah. you know, but the Bible and the concept of marriage would tell us to endure and deal with those shit. things. And men a lot of men use that dialogue in terms of, you know, if I cheat or if I do something, I, you know, this is something that y'all know men got. So women should be able to work through that. And it's unfair because women naturally don't, I won't say all women, let me not say women all them, but traditionally women don't have been the natural ones that's cheating in droves, Mm -hmm. you know? Women ain't the ones in the 70s and 80s that had another family on the side of town. It was men who had that (laughs) shit because they were the breadwinners. You know, so... I'm mad that you added this to my calendar to add something Every other day. Every other fucking day, you're going to get a calendar (laughs) alert. God damn it. To add something to that page. (laughs) Fuck that. We got to do something, man. I just got a notification. I was like, what the fuck is this? We can't have this page out here. And we keep saying every damn three weeks. We do. We're going to put it on the page. Oh, we're going to put it on the page. At least we respond to to messages on the page. But nobody else know that shit. But the people who ask questions and respond to it. And you know what? The people who do that shit. Don't even need to check the page because they listen to this shit all the time. <laughs> By the way, thank y'all for listening. <laughs> Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Welcome to our board meeting about shit we need to do <laughs> as a podcast to be um, more. Uh, we're just not social media. accessible and more connected. We need to. Get, we do need. To but do I'm, on, I'm always on social media. I'm always on social media. I'm on it looking. I'm not posting. <laughs> Like, I, you know, I haven't been posting the last two. Like when since I, I got my license it. for some reason, when I got my counseling license, mm-hmm. I kind of stopped posting. And when I started working at Shelby County and got that school contract, I really kind of stopped posting. And I'm very, very careful about what I post well, now. You have to be. But I mean, I try to post silly, serious shit. For example, <laughs> let me tell you what I was gonna post the other day. Okay. okay. Uh, my last name is Sharp. If you don't know, and I'm in an IEP meeting with. With a, a kid and a mm-hmm. family, and this this PE coach is a woman. Mm-hmm. Every woman PE coach I ever met looked like MacGyver. She just got the MacGyver haircut. She got on some sweat. She got on like some windbreaker sweats and a t shirt. It is it never fails. Every time I meet a coach, she just it's like it's like. It's like they go to the barbershop and be like, or the salon. Or they might go to the barbershop and say, you know what? Make me 
Make me MacGyver. <laughs> or I'm a PE coach. Say no more, fam. You know what I'm saying? And we had this meeting. And you know, I know how, I know how to use my words. I know how to diffuse this meeting. Let me tell you about this meeting first. This meeting is a little 12-year-old girl who don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> I don't care who you is. The kid don't give a fuck about you. And if you call her a liar, she she don't she give less of a fuck about you. And this teacher had to say, this is what she did. And she say she didn't do it. Mm-hmm. She apparently uh, she's somebody stuck a pencil in a computer and broke the lead off into the auxiliary port, mm-hmm. so you can't put uh, headphones in it. Mm-hmm. And the kids in the class said it was her. And when she went to ISS, the same thing happened to the computer that she was at there. <laughs> the problem is this kid's been telling me the truth for like the last year and a half, and she done told me truths that was far worse than shit she did on that computer. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. I had to tell them, I said, regardless of whether she did it or not, I'm going to tell you right now that if she genuinely, truly didn't do it, if it's a possibility that this is the biggest coincidence on the planet, your relationship with her is dead. Like, you ain't going to be able to catch up. But uh, but at the end of the whole meeting, the, you know, PE coach was like, well, if nobody else is going to say it, this was a good good first impression, you're pretty sharp. Like the, you know, I was Jesus like, Jesus Christ, had to do it, then. <laughs> had to fucking do it, had to use my, had to pun my name, huh? Oh God! But then after this meeting, I go to Subway, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I usually go to Jack's, but like, I'm like, I, there's got to be a better food option, and I don't think Subway is a better food option. It is not. I, I think it's a worse food option. It is. But it feels better because it's a sandwich and not a grease fried chicken wing or They're a chicken grease tender. Grease fried chicken tender is delicious, though. They are. <laughs> And you know, you know when you're dealing with people that I realized I was dealing with somebody a- after this exchange that was not dumb enough to be in the <laughs> on the short bus, <laughs> but was dumb enough for you to not know how they pass things. Okay, <laughs> so I'm in the subway line, and this dude come up behind me, and I order an Italian. And I say, double meat that for me. And he's like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And now anytime somebody, anytime somebody like jumps on to my dialogue when I say double meat or talk about more meat, I have the same thing that I always say. I say, I'm a carnivore. If I could have meat with meat sides for dinner, I would do that. And he said, I understand. I would too. Every time my wife asks me what side I want, I say mashed potatoes. <laughs> I'm looking at him like, the hell? What? What the hell did you hear me say? Or did you hear me say it 100%, but you ain't, you don't have processing skills? What? <laughs> and you know what? This black, and this was a white guy, this black hoodist sandwich artist that I ever met at Subway said, Mashed potatoes ain't no meat. <laughs> and he was just standing there smiling. Like a weird, creepy smile. Like, like I have no idea. Like, he wasn't processing shit. I was going to post that. I wasn't going to post the IEP exchange because I got teachers and shit on my page. Somebody would have knew what meeting I was in. But I was going to post that. So I try to post, like, little silly things. 
on my Facebook. <laughs> you confused the shit out of him when you said carnivore. I, I think, I, yeah, I don't That's think he knew what the hell a carnivore you fucked was. Fucked him all up when you said carnivore. So then he was like, I don't know, mashed potatoes. <laughs> but still, when I said I would have a meat with meat sides, you know. <laughs> Does he think mashed potatoes are meat? I don't know. Maybe his wife. And maybe, I know he. And I know he had listened. And I know he ain't listened to the podcast. So I know he don't think I'm talking about a sausage fest orgy. Okay, he don't know meats mean penises in this in my world. He know I'm talking about the meat you eat. Maybe she makes loaded mashed potatoes and puts like bacon and shit in her potatoes. No, he was he was almost short bus material. I just how listen. I'm so glad I wasn't with you. I cause I would have had to leave. I would have had to leave. There's no way I would have been able to stand up. But like in Shelby County, man, I short bus. I already know. When I heard him say mashed potatoes, I was like, short bus, end this conversation. Don't give it no more energy. I would have been no, see, cause the 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 sandwich artist was like, no, fuck that. He need to know that ain't no goddamn meat. Well she know him, apparently. When he came in, she was like, hey, friend. Oh, Jesus. Well, my other friend, which was his wife. <sighs> I, you know, so I don't I don't have time, man. I do not have time for shit like that. I can't breathe. Okay, I'm going to go down some of my Facebook posts. So Just funny. so y'all know what, what I'm posting. Just oh, how Jesus. I'm filtering. <laughs> My I, answer for everything not gonna be mashed potatoes when y'all ask me. Mashed potatoes, <laughs> horrible man. I really feel, he was like water boy. I'm pretty sure he excelled at some point in his life, but just small talk ain't it. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I'm sorry y'all, but Milo's burger sauce tastes like dog food juice, <laughs> and I stand the fuck by that. I still haven't been to Milo's. I gotta go. You haven't been to my Mm-mm. the chicken fingers are good. Yeah, you told me. You told me to stay away from the burger because of that. Milo I think sauce. I might have talked about this on the podcast. If you thought your dreams were weird, last night I had a dream that Mark Lamont Hill and I were partners in a supernatural detective crime drama named Hold My Nuts for My Halo. <laughs> I don't know, just send help. You did talk about Hold My Nuts for My Halo. That dream was intense. <laughs> I typed that shit all the way up. I wanted to remember that shit. Well, yes. I hold my nuts for my halo is memorable. Damn, I'm realizing how much space. So you I did post. a video. I did a video on Instagram about uh, Jack's biscuits on Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, they, they made, made them, them heart shaped, and you were upset because they were smaller. I was missing about an ounce and a half <laughs> worth of biscuit. <laughs> Fuck! I don't want no heart shaped biscuit if I got to sacrifice an ounce and a half of it. <laughs> if you gonna do some shit like that on Valentine's Day. Add an ounce. You're making a big heart. I want to look for... I'm going to come to your business next year for Valentine's Day if I know I get an ounce and a half more biscuit because you made a big-ass heart. <laughs> that shit was disrespectful. You were so upset about that biscuit. I remember that video. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but this is this is the kind of stuff I'm posting. I, but I, I'm just saying that to say it's just neutral-ass stuff that don't mean nothing to nobody because the best shit that happened in my life happened under the confines of confidentiality. Oh, yeah. The best stories that I yep. have to tell, Oh my God. I can't tell nobody. Man, it'd be something every week. 
the lives that people lead, y'all just would be. And I know the stories that she talking about that she have, and she know the stories that I'm talking about that I have. Yeah. But that's because we both therapists and we have consultations. Yep. But we don't give any client identifying information. Nope. You know, nothing that she knows she can identify that person in no. any kind of way. And vice versa. I mean. You have to do consultate because some of this shit just be so crazy that you like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this. Like, I don't even, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. clients will come in your office and drop a bomb and then just walk the fuck out like, bam, fix it, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just roll a grenade in that bitch and you like, oh! <laughs> like, God damn it, we talked about this. Um, but yeah, so please send us in a letter so that y'all don't have to listen to this. This is what happened when y'all don't send a letter and it'd be just random shit. <laughs> so, if you have a question, a comment, anything you would like for us to respond to, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationcallartist at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook where we're going to be posting apparently because now this nigga got notifications coming to my phone. <laughs> Conversation Car Artist on Facebook and you can find us that way. Um, So, I think that government names talked about this last week because I think it happened um, in time enough for them to talk about it maybe. But so apparently there is a white woman (laughs) who was taking pictures at the zoo. And at this particular zoo, there was the cage and then there was a fence that put space between you and the cage because it's a fucking jaguar and they can put their paws through this shit and so even if you are on the outside of the cage shit can still get dangerous real quick this bitch had to have the closest possible selfie that she could get with this fucking jaguar so she hops the fence goes up to the cage and the jaguar did what jaguars do (laughs) which is maul the fuck out of her i do not understand it's just humans humans suck so bad like we just have no concept of things outside of ourselves sometimes it's yes yes we created zoos so that we can go around as humans and look at animals that you wouldn't normally be able to see and we keep them confined cruel as shit for our entertainment yes but guess what they are still wild fucking animals okay a jaguar is a jaguar at the end of the day so people were saying you know protesters saying y'all basically y'all better not kill that motherfucking jaguar because she was stupid <laughs> they didn't kill the jaguar because you know harambe <laughs> got killed they mm-hmm. didn't kill jaguar she came back and apologized but i just don't understand why 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 would you want to get a selfie with a a, a jaguar to the point where you go up against a cage that it's in where you can see the what he can put his paws through and put paws on you you know what that probably looked like it probably looked like when a black kid getting a whooping <laughs> you know how they get hit in the back and then they do that little jerk from the back but it's just instead of a belt it's like tiger or jaguar claws and she's like oh and then she grab her like oh and she drop a phone she's like oh it's like yeah you know white people they 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 have the luxury to live on the edge our jaguar is white people <laughs> Like we, it's like I don't want to go on this side of town at night. I'm not stopping at the gas station in Coleman. 
we were at an ice cream did we talk about this on the show when we all went to that ice cream shop and like a slew of white it was already white no nothing but white people other than us and then like this this slew of more white people came in and we was uncomfortable as shit so we on the whitest <laughs> wealthiest side of town right and because i just got to go to this ice cream shop he because they normally have this milky shop. way ice cream and it's delicious they didn't even have it did they no <laughs> they don't they only have it 10 percent of the time one out of 10 times i go there have it uh but but and that's the crazy thing because they never have it because everybody get it and it's gone like i don't know why they wouldn't have it out more anyway uh so it's seven eight of us that walk in there yeah. and after that it's like they called in like if you you know when you play well you don't know much so i'm playing a division two oh, so i'm thinking in division two turn so like you uh, some of these games you can drop a, like a beacon and it'll call in for support <laughs> like, it's like the white people that were there was like we need more white people here there's too many black people offset in this situation drop that beacon and then white people came in they had a cooler that I, oh I don't, yeah it was I have no idea what it's like. So many white people went there. It was like and we left. We'll flush them out. We'll <laughs> and they, flush out worked. the blacks. It worked because we left because it was weird and it was uncomfortable. <laughs> but to you know be what? In that spa- and it was look. It's an ice cream shop, so this is not a huge space. Okay, this is not. This don't have a ton of space. But so being, we're all crammed in there. But see, being black in America, we can be comfortable being in a room by ourselves when it's that many white people and all the white people can be uncomfortable with just one of you being yeah. in that space because that i mean that's just like the makeup of america um but being on that side of town was already like it's just so funny like and we all understood you know what i'm saying like nobody had to explain like why we needed to leave <laughs> like it was just like it's time to go <laughs> it's too much <laughs> too many of them oh and the, the dudes were not called. charging us what they were supposed to be no, charging us for any of that ice cream and i don't it's know like, what that was about i don't know who who running their business or why them dudes was it but we was in there talking about how they didn't charge us enough for any of the ice cream yep because mm-hmm. i got like a, a waffle cone and a scoop he he was only char- what i what he did with me he only charged me for the scoop of ice cream i think he ain't charged me for the cone and the cones are like handmade like these are they make the the waffle cones there mine was supposed to be about seven dollars <laughs> and some change and it was three dollars i don't know why that happened but, i don't know but you know i'm just saying that you know as black people in this country our threats are they poverty <laughs> and uh <laughs> white oppression and you know white racism white supremacy that's our jaguar like we don't have the luxury to have no other issues that we have the freedom that we feel to go up to a caged animal that's a wild animal that ain't been able to cut open some flesh in a long time (laughs) and think that you might be able to get a selfie without getting like i just it's a fucking ja- like have you ever seen a jaguar in person no like at a zoo i haven't i don't like i don't like zoos anymore yeah it's sad last time i went to a zoo i was just not happy i just didn't like seeing the animals in captivity it's fucked up we do this for our and and the fucked up thing is especially for the ones that are born there at the zoo the answer is not to just shut down the zoo because they were dying in in the wild because they've been in captivity actually i had a conversation so i i played the ungame with some clients and okay. one of them asked her about the zoo mm-hmm. and she said she's actually doing a project on the zoo she said that it's shown evidence is showing now that 
the animals that live in a zoo instead of captivity have a shorter lifespan. No, 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 longer lifespan. Yeah. So that's positive. But the negative is that mm-hmm. a lot of animals are going crazy. Like she said that all- some alligators and crocodiles are going to the bottom of the water and just trying to stay there mm-hmm. forever, like never come up, even though they have to come up for air sometimes. Because it takes out the predatory. They feed them. Yeah. They're predators. They they hunt and they take that away from them. She said polar bears are swimming around in circles, just swimming around in circles and swimming around in circles. It's so it's a lot of animals that is causing them some kind of, you know, psychological distress. But I imagine that animals exist on the same scale that animals existing uh humans existing um mentally so if you put all the soldiers that you send over to war Mm -hmm. you know some of them come back over here like nothing happened Mm -hmm. Uh, a bulk of them come over here you know normal with some issues that they can overcome with help Mm -hmm. and then a bunch of them come back with ptsd and shit that they can't overcome Mm -hmm. and that's gonna be fucked up for the rest of their life so i'm sure that there's some animals that do all right in captivity and just be like man free food man i ain't gotta goddamn i ain't gotta run out there and go catch nothing and shit i'm cool yeah and And then others are like i want to run and chase and exactly hunt. and someone like man fuck this fuck this. the next motherfucker that come over here with a goddamn flashy thing i'm gonna slice <laughs> their ass goddamn up and they be saying that knowing that they never gonna get the opportunity yep. to touch him but when he saw that lady jump over that thing he said oh you bitch oh you don't know how fucked up you is right now and as soon as she got close enough he he cashed that check <laughs> he cashed that check like a motherfucker like it's like we do that we put them in zoos and then for the ones that are in their natural habitats we are fucking their habitats up because we want to build shit and push them out you know how many endangered species there are because of us like because we just doing fuck shit i watched them i watch a bunch i'm a documentary like whether it's about humans animals i just really like watching documentaries and like shit about the world i just enjoy that more sometimes more like i realized this week that i have watched more like real life documentary type shit than i have like fictional shit i've kind of switched over i don't know if that's because i'm becoming old because it used to be the opposite (laughs) but i was watching this thing about the most um invasive invasive species in florida that have kind of been brought out over here from other places and then they multiplied and now it's a problem and uh even that shit is like you got kids that that was smuggling african uh giant uh snails from africa and so then they got over here and now they got a big ass snail problem but it's like we do shit then get upset at the animals now y'all trying to find a way to kill kill off some of these animals because y'all fucked up and created a situation where it's like a bunch of them it just human beings suck we just fucking we do we're like the worst <laughs> um but yeah i don't remember the last time i've been to a zoo for that same reason because it's just really sad to see them um but i have seen big cats in person it, like in a zoo and i just the fuck are you do- like they are humongous their paw one paw is like your head like they could palm your head like a basketball with a one paw why would you jump a fence to get a selfie of that shit? Like, stupid. Because you're so focused on this is this this animal is here and exists for my entertainment. Let me get a picture of this for my entertainment. Not thinking this is a wild animal. Okay, it's a jaguar. 
She channeled the same energy that Subway Mashed Potato Man channeled <laughs> when she made that decision. Like, like I said, there's a lot of people out here who didn't ride the short bus, but could have arguably ridden it. <laughs> arguably. I would probably never be a vegan vegetarian, but that does not mean that I do not care about the abuse of animals. Hey, listen, I'm not, I'm never, go- you know what? We smarter than animals, okay? <laughs> and I'm pretty certain that the smartest animals stay alive, don't get captured, and don't get eaten. Yes. Unless they just slow like cows. Like, even the smartest cow is fucked up. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the nature of your species, okay? But, you know, but as far as wild animal goes, yeah. the smartest ones ain't getting caught. Yeah. The smartest ones are out there being smart. And it's, Arguably, we are helping the species. Mm. <laughs> what? That might be. We a get stretch. the dumb ones, so the, the smart ones procreate. The dumb ones will end up dying but, anyway. But the thing is, with my dialogue, I'm okay if the animal kingdom Zootopia our ass. Like if if they take over oh, the whole yeah, world, I'm fuck. okay with that. Yep. Like because of how much we done fucked up animals. Oh, yeah. If if aliens or gods come God come down here and give animals the sentience to be able to fuck <laughs> us up, I will accept my fate. Hey, look, if a I if a it. cow come up to me with a pistol to my face, I'm just gonna be like, we deserve this shit, man. <laughs> I hope you get the justice that you wanna have. <laughs> Your kind is delicious. <laughs> and then boom, I'm dead. Oh, I'm all right with that. I want a steak right now. But I said that to say I know. <laughs> and some potatoes. Okay, anyway. <laughs> we can make a steak happen today. You know that, right? Where will we go? We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I'm hungry. <laughs> um, I say that because because I'm not a vegetarian or a vegan when I start talking about animal rights and being upset at the treatment of, you know, pushing animals out of their natural habitats and uh, all of this deforestation and all of that shit. People are always like, but you eat meat, don't you? fucking right I do. I can do both simultaneously. The fuck out of my face. This is still wrong and I want a steak. Now what? <laughs> both of these things can be true. <laughs> but an animal for, you know, we just doing the same shit a- Lion doing cap in, in out in the wild. Yeah, we doing the same shit. Yep, we just have better tools for it than them. <laughs> you know, our teeth ain't made to eat raw a gazelle. No, okay, Hell no. We gotta cook it. And you know what? I would rather have my animal in a package at Walmart than in a cage just to look at for entertainment. <laughs> I rather yes. have my animal dead because you know what. It's not. It's cruel that dead. They don't. Well. I'm paying homage to the life that creature lived. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't saying? going to waste. <laughs> you know exactly. It's like, listen, young brother. I know that you suffered through some shit and you had to die for me to be able to replenish my nutrients. But you know what? I'm going to take care of your dead flesh, and you're gonna be as delicious as you can fucking possibly be. I'm gonna get this steak over me. Versus, it's gonna be delicious. Let's go to the zoo and watch these animals in a cage. Being sad, and, and even if they happy, it don't look like they happy because their facial expressions don't look like ours. I yeah. can't tell. Most, I, I think any of the like the predatory, like lions, tigers, bear. Them, oh my! <laughs> okay. Any of them, I feel like are not. They just they're not happy because they have a prey a uh, predator drive. They they hunt when your food is being delivered to you at the same time every day and shit like. That's not the same thing. It doesn't help with that drive. 
And you, okay, of course you're going to be sad. And that is why I do feel like Jag, that Jaguar, there has been an incident with a tiger. They do be waiting. Just one of these days, one of these humans is going to fuck up. And when they do, I'm going to maul the shit out of them. And, you and know, that was her day. Yeah. And you know, Maya <laughs> Angelou has a poem called Why Does the Cage Bird Sing? She does. And it's a great poem talking about, you know, still shining through struggle. But the reality is that bird is just genetically predisposed to sounds that are supposed to come out of their face. They sad as fuck, okay? They not in a happy situation. They don't want to be there. They singing because their natural natural makeup is telling them the same. Just like if we were stuck in a cage, we'll be breathing and shit. <laughs> and smiling sometimes because, oh, it's time to eat shit, yeah. Even though we in a fucked up situation. It's still something that we, you know, are predisposed to that make us look like we might have a good time every now and then. But you know what? No, it's not a good time. It's horrible. I remember the other thing that I was going to. It's not even. Dang, I got to find it. Um, I don't even remember if I saw it on Facebook. It was a post about um, the process of leaving a black function. <laughs> <laughs> about how long it takes because you got to first be like all right we're gonna get up out of here then you have to have a whole nother conversation mm -hmm. and then you maybe pack up your to-go food then you have a whole like it's such a process that then you go outside but you talk at the car for like another 30 minutes like it's a process like you don't just get up and leave <laughs> well i don't know man i think that i don't think that's when you like when you big shit at the at the uh, establishment you know what i'm saying like i think that's for people who like ain't quite always around these people well that but most black functions like like family get together y'all ain't always together so you just you talking because you know it might be a year from now <laughs> but we do that shit we see we all see each other fairly regularly after every marvel movie no matter what time even when we was going at midnight and shit we, we standing stand out outside there for two hours damn near talking <laughs> standing outside the goddamn theater we start talking. talking about the movie but and then, then we talk about, talk about all whatever it, and and it inevitably somebody will be like well, i'm gonna get out of here and then you still stand there for like another 20 minutes for me it's different if food is involved if food is involved i'm getting in and getting the fuck out man <laughs> i talk to everybody before i touch food <laughs> i make sure i do and the only thing I got to say when I'm leaving, yeah, man, I'm going to hit you up. I'm going to hit you up. <laughs> Don't forget. <laughs> uh, but I mean, we even when you've cooked here and we've all came over here and when we leave, we be outside standing at the cars talking. You may not know that because like sometimes you come out and sometimes you don't. But if we all leave together, we just be standing out in the fucking parking lot talking. I'm the one that cooks. You are the one that cooks. That's supposed to be from Breaking Bad when oh. he gets to the point where he say, I'm the one who knocks. <laughs> if you ain't seen it, then, you know. But yeah, we even do is. that. Like, that's just, it, I don't know why it's that way. It's the same way when I go up to my families for Thanksgiving. Like, everybody be like, oh, I'm feeling, and you talk. You fix your plate, your to-go plate. You still be fucking standing there. To, like, it's never, you just leave. Never happens. <laughs> never have I ever been to, like, a family function where I go and I'm just like, all right, y'all. And I actually leave because somehow you get dragged into another conversation and they'll be like, all right, now you be careful at work. Or it'll be something. And then you end up having a whole nother fucking conversation about it. I had, it was a meme about it that had like the steps and I was going to go through, but I don't, I thought I saved it. Apparently I didn't, but that's what, um, the other thing I couldn't think of that I was going to bring up. 
But yeah, don't be out here getting close to jaguars. I don't know what else to say. That's not, they're wild animals, okay? They're, you know, they gonna fuck you up. And you can't be mad about it because <laughs> you were the stupid one. He's caged. How you get fucked up by a caged animal? That's you being stupid. That's not the animal's fault. He shouldn't die because you dumb and had to get a selfie. That's you. <laughs> How dumb do you have to be to get mauled by a cage down? And you on the outside of the cage. You ain't one of the zookeepers who in there feeding him and got mauled. You're on the outside of the cage still and got mauled. How dumb. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Cory Booker. Oh, God. And Rosario Dawson. I know. Are dating. <sighs> Do you believe that it's... No, I do not. I believe she's his beard. Well, you re you think she's... So, this ain't even... <laughs> so, you think she's willing to take a chance right now while he's running for president to be dating him when he becomes the president? Mm-hmm. Or she may not... You think she's willing to be a presidential beard? She may not be a presidential beard. She may be the beard to help him get into the presidency. They may not be together after he becomes president if he wins. He needs somebody because work. there are people he who not, think he's gay. And so this helps him well, to it not help look, the gay community if he is. It doesn't. But <laughs> it's niggas with beards out here all the this white beard is a term. Well, I, mean, I don't even mean with dating Rosario Dawson. I mean just being in the closet and not being willing to say that you're oh, gay. Yeah. It don't help at all. It doesn't, but you know, but uh, you know, maybe it helps for somebody to, you know, sneak in on them. <laughs> on that president and be able to act accordingly in terms of legislation for the community. Yeah. You know? I don't know. But that's one of those things about... But nobody believes it. Like, when that broke, everybody was like, okay, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> sure, All Corey. right, Mr. Booker. <laughs> what are you doing, Rosario? Nobody <laughs> believes it. It's not believable. I don't believe it. I think she's his beard. So, I went to go see her dating history. Mm-hmm. And has she been a beard a lot? <laughs> no, no. Her last relationship was a serious relationship. It was with Eric Andre. You know him? He got that late night weird ass television show, the light skinned dude with the afro. Oh man, he just he be doing crazy stuff on his show. Like he brought Ti to the show, and Ti got mad and left because he was being weird. Oh, but okay. it's just a weird, silly Adult Swim. Oh, okay. TV show dude. He just do crazy shit just to if do it. If you had said it was on Adult Swim, that would have been enough to be like, oh, okay. Hannibal <laughs> Burr is playing on his show, too. I can't remember. Oh, it's called the Eric Andre Show on Adult Swim. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and apparently she was really, really, really sick. And at that point in time, he was there for her, like in the hospital oh. and doing all that shit. And so she, they got together like after that because like she communicated. She had never seen that kind of support from a person. Okay. Their relationship didn't work out. But if you look at his shenanigans, I don't know if you've ever seen that meme. I might have posted it where it's got Eric, it's got a light-skinned dude at the front with a gun and Hannibal Burris is shot in the background. I think I sent it to y'all before. Uh, it said um, it had Hannibal Burris labeled as child going through abuse and it had him labeled as parents. And then it showed you shooting him shooting the person at the top and at the bottom and the last meme say why why would you do this i'll have to show you the meme yeah i sent i sent it to the group before I, it sounds familiar but, but i don't remember the then guy. everybody almost everybody else before these two was white 
Uh, Michael Fassbender. Don't know who that is. You don't, you do know who Michael Fassbender is. He's been. What, what is his name and whatever he done played yeah, in? Okay, Michael Fassbender has been. Is he the one that played uh, Magneto? Oh, okay, yeah, it's I Magneto. see him now. I couldn't really see him. Okay, yeah. I don't know people's names. Yeah, I'm but bad I was like, that. you know Michael Fassbender. <laughs> if I knew his real name, I would have been calling him Assbender. <laughs> oh, I hate you. <laughs> but Danny, yeah, he was Magneto. Danny Boyle. Who the hell is that? I guess he's the director. He looked oh, okay. much, much older than she is. He was born in 1956. My mom was born in 57, so he old. I mean, Jesus, mom's <laughs> not that old. But like, she's in her 60s. Let me just say that. <laughs> Oldest fairy. White guy. Fairy. Matthew Schreier. That sounds familiar. Gerard Butler. Okay. Jason Lewis. Don't know who that is. Colin Farrell. Okay. Joshua Jackson. I know who that's uh Pacey from Jay Z in two thousand. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. <laughs> Why not? It says before he got really serious with Beyonce and was a household name, supposedly after an alleged short boo ship with the late Aaliyah, Jay-Z was romantically involved with actress Rosario Dawson. I don't believe that. I just can't see it. Why not? Because Rosario Dawson is not like, she isn't uh, traditionally pretty enough. Jay-Z just go after like what traditional pretty is. Rosario Dawson kind of look weird. Rosario Dawson is quirky fine. <laughs> she quirky yeah. fine like quirky she fine. ain't like it's like the way that she acts and carries herself she got them points yeah she got them points because her face is weird but she like who she is and how she carries herself gives her a lot but she's not a know, traditional man. beauty as the night Don't nurse i would have been on her like luke cage was <laughs> i would have she just but that's like if i saw her in the grocery store <laughs> And she wasn't Rosario Dawson. I'd be like, oh, because her face looks weird. She just has a weird face. She's not a traditional beauty. But I have to see her talking and acting and being like, yeah, okay. But I don't believe that she and Cory Booker are actually a couple. I think that Cory Booker face weird too. He looks like a turtle. (laughs) Hey, it's Franklin. Anytime somebody says somebody like a turtle, it makes me think of Franklin. He do look like a turtle. Everybody who had that little lip thing. To me, look like a turtle. Like Samuel Jackson got that lip thing too, like that snapping turtle lip. <laughs> Where the top, the middle part of their top lip is like a V. I hate you. Or some shit. This is you know. But no, I think she's his beard, and I think that she. I don't think she would continue on after he was president. But I think this is to get him to be president. This is to make him more universally acceptable. <sighs> this. Is- it's so many, it's so many Democrats running for president. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Cory Booker, you got Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, um, Julian Castro. I really did just hate that name. Andrew Yang. <laughs> yeah. Yang Joe Biden is jumping in. Bernie Sanders Wait, has jumped in. Joe Biden? Yeah. Is he really? Maybe I'm misspeaking. I thought that he jumped I, in. People want him to run, and I don't think that Joe is trying to do that shit. Is he actually running? Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, I was finna say. I bet O'Rourke is the last one that got in. Okay. I was and like, he just weird. people just wanted Joe to run, but he wasn't with it. He wasn't trying to run. I don't think he want to deal with that bullshit again. He dealt with enough bullshit as vice president. He, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. Because he's really old. We need to keep him as Uncle Joe. We do. I love Uncle because Joe. Because he has some very problematic 
views from his history. He been in the Senate for too long. Mm-hmm. He got records of saying shit that's problematic to all communities. You know. I want so him to stay Uncle just, Joe. Just be Uncle Joe and just I love that's him it. As he is today. <laughs> okay. What else you got? Um. What else do I have? <clears throat> I can move oh, on. Re- oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. Aunt Becky. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So, you have it? Yeah. There is a big, huge scandal going on where a bunch of really rich parents, including two actresses, Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin, who everybody knows is Aunt Becky from Full House, paid for their, basically paid for their kids to get into colleges when the kids were not otherwise going to be able to go to these colleges. Uh, and so there's is this big scandal, and where Aunt Becky in particular, have you seen her daughter's YouTube? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's come down or not yet. She, I saw the video of her like being excited that she's in college. Look just like her. She looks just like her. But that girl never wanted to go to college. Like when she was graduating high school, her YouTube took off, and she wanted to um, just do YouTube, and her mom was like your ass is going to school (laughs) you going to college like she never wanted to go and so she was forced into going to college and i think once she got in there like it was fun but it wasn't for like the educate you know because she never really gave a shit about that and since this scandal has come out she has dropped out of college because she was somehow um talking about being bullied i'd have beat her ass (laughs) If I didn't pay $500,000, I'm looking at jail time. Your ass is going to finish this degree. Like, I don't give a shit. What? Bully my ass. No. Yes. This is not how you're supposed to be responding to this dialogue. <laughs> you're supposed to be saying, I fucked up. I'm getting this girl, and we moving the fuck out of the country but to you... avoid these fucking charges. Oh, yeah. I was finna say she better go to jail. Her, talking about her coming home to get an ass whooping. <laughs> See, I'm going to tell you my problem with this whole situation, okay? okay? These parents had all the means to give their children the childhood learning experience that would have allowed them to make the scores to get into that school. And they could have paid. You didn't even got to get a scholarship. You just need to make the scores to get in there. That one, they, Your parents they, listen, got the listen, money. They had <laughs> nannies. They had the best schools. Yep. They had the best tutors. They had money. They didn't have to worry about oppression. They didn't have to worry about shit. Maybe paparazzi. But that like it ain't enough that they had to worry. They could have created the kind of child that could have got in on their own. If you had all of that shit and your kid is a dummy and can't get into college you need to send their ass to the damn military or you need to send their ass to the workforce get them a get them a role on a show usc is where um aunt becky's child one of them was on the yacht with with the usc officials when the news broke (laughs) you know it's like if your child like and and you're not even you got your child in the door but did you forget that they got to go to classes and study and do work and have the capacity to learn the things they need to learn at an elite university? And, and they don't. They didn't want to go in the first. And, and again, it's not like, okay, you got a dumb kid, but they also still want to go to college. You got a dumb kid that has no 
no interest in going to college whatsoever and you force this kid who doesn't have the academic ability to go to a, co a school that they never wanted to go to they definitely not finna even try to pull no kind of decent grades because they don't give a shit because they didn't want to be there in the first place she told you she didn't want to go and you pay five hundred thousand dollars. that is way more than what the actual degree costs <laughs> just bribe wise like then you still got to pay tuition like what so you know i don't watch fuller house i tried i didn't like it and uh but she's aunt becky on fuller house i watched the first episode of fuller house and i'm just not into the show but to see stephanie growing up wearing what she be wearing it's like i was like because it's something like i i have i think maybe a lot of dudes have like this con not connection but this like Mm, desire to see the childhood stars when they grown. Yeah, you know like uh, it's like I'm connected Topanga. to her because I watched it a lot when I was a kid, mm -hmm. and to see her grow, like to see those kid people grown redoing them shows. I, I mean, I like seeing that, but like outside of that, nah. It's like Topanga on oh, no, Boy Meets World. Yeah, but so and you know Rudy, Rudy. I don't know her real name, but like all the all Keisha the, Knight Pulley. Yeah, to see him growing up is, is a different situation. Well, they. Ain't having her ass come back after this happened. They who? Uh, uh, who does Full of House? Oh yeah, Netflix. Is it Netflix that does it? Shit, you know they. So she will not a, be returning as Aunt Becky. If America is trying to really change and hold wealthy people accountable, then they might do some jail time. Yeah, they are looking at jail time. They might do some jail time. Um, Probably not as much as these uh, officials at these schools. Oh, but Hallmark. The thing, Oh, she was also she was on a, a Hallmark show, when the when when calls the heart, which is in the middle of airing the sixth season, and they also kicking her ass off of that show. <laughs> they don't want to be involved with this, so she's lost all of the shows that all her acting jobs that she she currently had, and you looking at jail time. But her, and your daughter didn't drop that. Like all of this was just stupid and not worth it. Felicity Huffman, same thing. Felicity like if your kids don't want to go to college or they're not able to get into co college is not for everybody I will say that until and I have two degrees and I'm saying that everybody is not meant to go to college college is not necessary for you to be successful necessarily if that is not, if your fucking kids struggle through high school and they are telling you that they do not feel like they they don't want to go it's stupid for you to make them go just for the sake of them going when there are other avenues now you ain't gonna stay at my house I'm right. You're not going to do that. You're going to find something. But I would never force my kids to go to college because it ain't for everybody. It just ain't. I, I, it's, it's a lot of work. You have to have a whole lot of self-motivation because I'm not there. Make sure your ass get up like I've been here to make sure you got up to go to high school. You got to get your own self up and go to class. And remember, you know, write down test dates and all that. You have to do that yourself. And if you're not motivated to do that because you don't want to be there, you're not going to do it. And I'm not going to go ahead and you flunk out of school. That's stupid. And a waste of money when you know that the child didn't want to go. And not only, again, did y'all waste tuition, y'all had bribe money on top of tuition. <laughs> and from this dialogue, you're focusing on, like, a parent pushing a child to do something they don't want to do. And I'm looking at it like, 
this is that systemic bullshit. It is. Like, it's like nobody's been saying that entitled people with wealth and power use their wealth and power to create more entitled people with wealth and power. Yeah. Like, we've been saying that shit. And affirmative action, um, the people who are against affirmative action out here saying that affirmative action, you know, uh, takes spaces away from white people when there are literal white people taking spaces away from brown people. Because one of the uh, one of the uh, programs that was being used as a money laundering system was supposed to be one that helped minorities get into the school. Of course it was. So it was just a whole front that was using uh, the... Um, using minorities as a scapegoat for ways to get these wealthy privileged people into this school, and and they're they're like the kids that some of the the uh, minority kids that some of these schools have spoken out about how fucked up how they because they had to work they fucking ass off to get into these schools to remain in these schools and you got this shit happening. There are people out here who brown people who done tried to get in schools who have had their schools call back to get transcripts they ask you questions to make sure you actually have these credentials you say you have mm-hmm. and these people literally ask these other these privileged people no question like they had people with soccer scholarships who ain't never played sports this is how they got in yeah. and got in for free they literally paid the coaches to give these kids a soccer scholarship to go to the school for free and they've never played soccer before how is it possible that nobody said, where's your highlight tape? Where's your <laughs> uniform from last year? Where the teammates who know about your progress? Where are the YouTube videos of you playing? There is literally nothing that exists that you play. We just going to take 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 it as a fact that you played, but it's the reality is you got paid. So when people talk about systemic racism, they talk about a system that people exist in that can be bought. And the people that can be bought are bought by people who have wealth and privilege. And you know what? A person with wealth and privilege, they wouldn't go up to a uh, they wouldn't go to a school that had a black person or a black coach Mm-mm. to do this. They wouldn't go to a, a black financial aid department and do this. They would only go to a school where people that look like them will let their kids in. Cause you think a black coach gonna let this fly? I mean, I guess it depends on their level of integrity because it's like I'd be like, hell no, because when this shit come to hit the fan, I know who finna catch the heat for it. Yep. My ass. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> My black ass it. gonna be on the line. So no thanks. Mm-mm. <laughs> that is because they they're gonna vil- uh, villainize my ass and you gonna get off even though you the one out here paying bribes and shit. No. But you know, same thing happened with Jared Kushner. You know, mm-hmm. Jared Kushner went to Harvard, and this is a whole mysterious, mysterious uh, details around how he got into into Harvard, and it's supposed to be because his dad paid some people off. I mean, this is just the way the game has been played. We don't have all the pieces to the puzzle. Oh, she had two daughters too. Aunt Beck had two daughters. One was nineteen, one was twenty, and they both have dropped out because. Because um, of mama bullshit. Yeah. Well, they could have continued. I mean, they weren't, I guess they weren't going to kick the girls out, but they were like, they weren't? I don't know, but they dropped out due to bullying. That would be bullshit if they didn't. Especially if they don't have the scores and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it ain't their fault. Yeah. But they need, the school needs to know that this person has the capability, like tests and GPAs and shit, that well, is a measure of your capability of being able to get. Uh, progress in that school but if 
they're 19 and 20 which means they've been please both of them have at least completed a semester so i mean they could have used that to say oh you know since they've been here they've had these grades or whatever but regardless the girls themselves because of all the media surrounding it because i'm sure there are students at the school that's like fuck y'all they saying they're getting bullied so they just dropped out and again when you never wanted to go in the first place this is a this is a super easy out <laughs> like why you fucked up nope no more college for me <laughs> no more yeah. class i'm not i'm not i'm quitting um but that just it was so it was such a random story like i remember seeing it when i was scrolling through i was like what is actors out here paying to get their kids in the college like because i at first i know her as aunt becky I, I forgot what her actual name was but i know felicity huffman's name and i was like what the fuck like it's just this year is the year of the most random shit that you just be like what <laughs> um and we're only in march but it was just a very random story like to come out <laughs> that that they've been doing this and i'm sure it's been going on forever but um for it to be these two actresses that are the uh did you see the um oh what is his name malcolm something one of the kids <laughs> the parents is like because it wasn't all like actresses these were like ceos like like millionaire these were like other people high up in like social hierarchy but not necessarily actresses and actors but one of the kids one of the kids that uh their son made a that reporters like were outside of the house that he was talking to the reporters while smoking a blunt <laughs> privilege it's like fuck this he's like you know i don't you know i think it's unfair my parents are being treated this way as he is literally smoking. this is in upstate new york weed is not legal in new york so just <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. That whole thing was ridiculous, though. So stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, a dad was arrested in Florida for bringing an AK-47 to a middle school after the son claimed that the teacher had slammed him. God damn, dad! Like, <laughs> I mean, I get being upset, but an AK-47, Jesus. So apparently, the kid FaceTimed him and said, "Hey, dad, uh, the teacher slammed me," and he said say no more son he got his <laughs> so ak-47 no no details other than this kid saying this and you just showed up to the school with an ak-47 jesus he rolled over to his gun safe got his <laughs> ak-47 because mind you he is in a wheelchair what? he came to the school after calling the assistant principal and making threats and was met by police yes in his wheelchair with his AK-47 and told him that he had forgot that he had it with him. An AK-47 in his pants. You ain't forgot. That's a big ass pants. gun. That's not, that isn't a handgun. That's not a little, wow. <laughs> so what would you do if 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 your kid was- I'm going got, up to the school. I'm not gonna go up to the school with an AK-47, but I'm gonna go up to the school and find out what the fuck is going on. now. I am not going to go up there and immediately show my ass. I'm going to let's look because I need to know what's going. Why is my child FaceTiming me saying he's being slammed? 
let's have a conversation now if i find that he indeed was slim then i might show my ass but it's still me showing my ass at no point will include me going to the school with an ak-47 i will get shot and be dead not gonna do that <laughs> wouldn't even cross my mind to do that okay but he said he wasn't gonna harm nobody though you nigga bye <laughs> you full of shit sir no he thought okay i'm in a wheelchair so i'm gonna be able to get out of this because i'm gonna be deemed less threatening because i'm in this listen uh, ak-47 requires hands not legs and feet <laughs> you got these hands so you could do some damage in a wheelchair with ak-47 you are just as threatening sir <laughs> what the fuck the fact i wasn't expecting the wheelchair part <laughs> that was a twist <laughs> I, when you said he rolled over, I thought you meant like, oh, he's a gun enthusiast that may have had like his gun safe next to his bed. So he's in bed and he like rolls over and gets it. You mm -hmm. meant roll, roll because he in a chair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> wow. I mean, even if he did start shooting, all you had to do was go behind his chair. Don't. Dude, I knew. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just being realistic. Okay. <laughs> fuck the political correctness if you are ever yeah, in a place you can't turn around if you you're e exactly <laughs> if you're ever in a place where you see a, a man in a wheelchair with an ak-47 just go behind his chair because he gotta sit the ak-47 down in his lap to turn around in your direction that's when you get him and all you gotta do all you gotta do is get his chair and pull it back to where it's kind of like leaning at that you know angle where he can't his legs ain't really on the floor and he can't really shoot down he gotta shoot up that that's an easy fix. It just sounds so terrible. I mean, we wouldn't have access to this dialogue if it weren't people in wheelchairs rolling up to schools with AK forty sevens. True. So why not have a sensible conversation about the best tactic to take when a person in a wheelchair rolls up to you with an AK forty seven without acting like that I'm being politically incorrect? <laughs> this happening now, okay? This is happening in America now. We, we you gotta you know. Just somebody in a wheelchair with you know violent tendencies you need to know the best course of action um you know what i'm saying go behind the chair <laughs> just go behind the chair yeah, yeah well unless he got a uh electronic chair like uh stephen hawkins had where you just it's you just if they don't spin fast control. enough you could just walk you can just keep walking around make sure the back is around where you at okay you know, house get some pocket sand like Dale, throw it in his eyes. It ain't like he can dodge it. He can't really go nowhere. He's stationary. Have you watched King of the Hill enough to know that? I'm impressed. Yes. Actually, no. It's a meme. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> it's, that's it's all over Reddit. That pocket sand is all over Reddit. Yeah, because he does keep pocket sand. Pocket sand. Yeah, get you some pocket sand. <laughs> throw that in there. He can't move. Just throw stuff at him generally, heavy stuff. I mean, you know, he can't go nowhere. You know, that not going to work if somebody run in with an AK-47 and they agile and they can, you know, dodge and spin and move and stuff. You need a different strategy for that. But if somebody is in front of you in a, AK, in a wheelchair with an AK-47, all I'm saying is that there's very specific tactics that can easily keep you from being shot. What if the police wouldn't have come in this situation? You know what yeah. I'm saying? All they had to do was throw a printer at him. It would have knocked him straight back. He on his back now. He got to do that thing where he got to pick himself up with his arms from the back and then pull himself up. He can't pick his gun up is all I'm saying. Jesus, this is... Uh, it's all true, but it just sounds so bad. It do sound bad, but I'm saying... 
before this dialogue, we didn't have to talk about people in wheelchairs with AK-47. He has it's unlocked true. the dialogue he's, in this conversation now. He's unlocked some new shit. You know, new achievement unlocked. We got to talk about people in wheelchairs with AK-47 and how to get out of that situation, okay? You know, it is what it is. Before I talk about this story, I just want you to look at her face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you think she's upset about? She looked like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> she does! <laughs> I didn't even notice that! She looks like a black Bernie Sanders. But, no, what do you think she's mad about? Uh, I think she is mad because her child talked back <laughs> and she, she don't play that shit and she beat the child, but that ain't why she mad. She mad because DHR came and took the child away. And this is because, the mugshot. And, so and she feel like she's justified for what she did. So her anger is rooted in the fact that she believes she's okay with doing what she did, but somebody came and told her she can't do what she did after her kid talked back to her. So now she mad at the system and the child. Okay. She pulled a gun on a Domino's employee for forgetting her hot wings. Damn. <laughs> Look, hot wings. Well, Domino's hot wings ain't worth pulling on gun. Well, on listen, listen, listen. Your solution need to be focused on getting your hot wings. <laughs> pulling a gun on the Domino's worker ain't going to get you no closer to no damn wings. <laughs> First off, no Domino's worker will ever come to your house again. And when you call them to make an order, they're going to say, that's that crazy gun-toting bitch about the wings. No, she was at the store. She went. To, it was a pickup order. Come on, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. All you got to do is say, what about my wings? Like, did you really not have time to wait on your wings to cook? They people. They make mistakes. But you know what? You pulling a gun on them means you're crazy. Oh, okay. So they did deliver it to her home. She didn't look at it before the person left. When she looked, there were no wings. She so she went up to the store and said, "Y'all forgot my wings." But instead of her just going to the store and being like, "Yo, y'all forgot my wings. I want some wings," she went in waving a gun like, "Bitch, where my wings?" When I worked at Papa John's, Papa John's policy was if we forgot something, we got to take that shit back. They would call us and say, "Come back to the store." Get these wings and take them to the person that you forgot to put them in the bag for. I don't even think she she called. She just went listen, up there. Listen, she woke up this morning and said, I'm pulling a pistol on somebody today. Okay? <laughs> I don't know who it is, but amongst my normal day ramblings, shenanigans, and bullshit, if somebody fuck with me wrong, they getting this pistol pulled on their ass. <laughs> that gotta be the case. It's the only thing that makes sense. She should have just went up to that bitch, got her wings, and not just her wings. She could have just said some simple shit like, Y'all really not gonna reimburse me with some extra wings for making yeah, this trip? Because they would have gave her extra wings. Yep. They would have gave her extra <laughs> wings. And so when shit like this happened to me with food, my whole goal and mindset is around getting that food. Now her fucking ass didn't eat no wings, didn't eat no pizza, is sitting in the damn jail. Don't know where her next meal gonna come from, and ain't no Domino's <laughs> in this damn country finna let her come in there and get some wings in the future. Domino wing? I don't go to Domino's for wings. I mean, I understand if you order pizza from there, you just get the wings. Their wings are not good though. Wings from Domino's are not good. Let me tell you a secret about pizza place wings. They are the most expensive shits that you will ever buy anywhere. They are marked up so damn high. I, I just have no idea why. It's like they prices because they come from magical chickens or some shit. <laughs> These ain't magical chicken wings. These are regular fucking chicken wings that ain't even high quality. No. Because you don't fry them. They you got to put them through this oven. Oh, and and I ain't saying good. oven wings ain't good. I'm not a fan. I like. Pizza Hut wings are okay. 
mm-hmm. I didn't know they was, but my roommate ordered something the other day and they were delicious. I like crispy. I, even if it's sauce on it, I want them. They crispy. were crispy for some reason. They were crispy, so I mean, but they once they would dry rub wings. Okay. They were like lemon pepper wings, so uh, I guess they get to run them through and they be crispy. But they they was man, good. them 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 boneless dry rub lemon whip, lemon pepper uh, boneless wings I got from Hooters was delicious. I love. They them were shit. delicious. I don't normally do. They were so. I good. don't normally do uh, those wings, but I, I feel like so. Hooters has all you can eat wings on Mondays, and anytime I go on Mondays, we need to go back. I want to get some. Money. Anytime I have wings on Mondays, it's bone-in wings. Mm-hmm. But Wednesday they do just boneless. Mm. So I feel like if I wanted Hooters outside of Monday, I think I could do the boneless now because yours was actually them good. Them dry rub, um, they were lemon dry pepper. rub lemon pepper boneless, but they were so good. Oh. Yeah, I, and I I had them before, but I for some reason they weren't as good as the one you gave me. But mm-hmm. I feel like that was wrong the first time, and this is right <laughs> because was good. if you ever eat something at a restaurant that is delicious and it's not delicious before the wait, it when it was delicious that was right. So that means <laughs> the potential for it to get back that way is possible. They were really good. I thought about them wings the other day. <laughs> I'm still hungry. Good. They were good though. But not good. Even those, they were bomb as fuck. I would not have gone in the Hooters with a gun <laughs> for them wings, though. And they were delicious. <laughs> so, I want to ask you a question. Okay. After I talk about this situation. Okay. So, Marvel's poster mm-hmm. mm. left off. Mm-hmm. Denai Okoye. I don't know how to say her name. Denai, yeah, I don't know. Denai Guerrero, Guerrero, something like that. They left her name off, and you they know, did. Twitter, Twitter went went ham like they, they do. Um, and it was, you know, black women always get treated like this. Yeah, you know. Now, so my question is: Are we coming to a point where we crown wolf, or is that a legitimate? Like, do we think that this was an uh, 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 an effect of racism and a black person just being left like this? Is this racism? And and we have a right to look at this and say, listen, this always happened to black people, specifically black women get the short end of the stick a lot of time, or is this just seemingly an oversight that? ain't that big of a deal it wasn't that big of a deal to me to be honest like i saw it and i was just kind of like okay i mean listen we do get the black the short end of the stick black women jesus christ it that we do but when i saw this i was just kind of like um i don't know if i would be this upset about it like I wouldn't have even noticed it to be honest because she's on the cover like I wouldn't have noticed that her name was missing because I I would have saw her and been like ah. like so without Twitter going insane about her name being left off I probably wouldn't even notice that shit to be honest with you um so I don't know if this is a case of them like leaving her off specifically because she's like the only black person on the thing like i just don't know i didn't get a, i wasn't upset and i didn't really understand why everybody was the level of upset that they were i could see you being maybe a little annoyed like oh they leave a black girl name off but like they were pissed like they was big man and i was just kind of like ah <laughs> so i'm gonna go into some marvel theory from the new trailer Okay. Some theory I think that 
that's gonna happen from this. Okay, because that trailer don't really tell you shit. <laughs> it's, I, very... it's one part of it to me that that speaks volumes. Okay, that part where they all had on them same Avengers suits. Mm-hmm. I think they, I think they finna go into the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's it's been very important for Ant Man mm-hmm. to be a part of this, and I think it's important for us to have known that Ant Man and Ant Man and the Wasp somehow found a way out of the, the quantum, quantum realm. realm. So he's about to come to this movie with knowledge that we frankly need to know how he got. Mm-hmm. Because the last time we saw him, I don't know if you saw Ant Man and the Wasp, but I knew how it is. I heard about it. Listen, the after credits scene shook the fuck out of me. Really? Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Because this was a whole fun ass, and this is a spoiler alert, everybody. If you ain't seen Ant Man and watching the end credits, then don't listen. But I'm telling Red anyway. Um, at the vex, she ain't gonna watch it. At the end, not before that movie, if she do watch it. Yeah. At the very end, so at the very end, it was like, okay, we saved our mother mm-hmm. out of this whole quantum realm that she been stuck in forever, mm-hmm. or the the main girl mama, you know, the main yeah. um. The main guy, his wife had been stuck in there. We've got her. Mm-hmm. She been in there for so long. She don't learn so much knowledge about it. She gonna give it to us. She know how to get in, know how to get out. And at the end, this at the end of this whole fun ass, cool ass movie, they got this van set up, and um, they got a machine set up that's gonna send him into the quantum realm. And he joking like, yeah, you know, this is cool. So he gets into the quantum realm and starts collecting this like matter that comes from the quantum realm only and then he said okay guys it's full you can get me and he said guys and he's like this is some kind of silly joke and so it zoomed out and it shows that they've all turned into the dust from the snap oh shit of thanos they were part of oh yes. nigga. and so it's important to it's important in that first trailer that we see Ant-Man appear because what the fuck the last he didn't get going in the snap but he was in the quantum zone the last time we see him so now with this first trailer we know he got out and so now he got some level of knowledge about getting out that we don't know I wonder if he I wonder if he would have been part of the snap if he was out of the realm like I, was he well, are you removed from it if you're in that I realm think it, in this, I don't know I don't know. That that is a good question. But it like, seemed like the was snap, he saved because he was in the realm at the time, like, or if he never would have been a part of it, regardless. Yeah, it seemed like the snap was indiscriminate about life, regardless of where life was. So I don't. I would think that it didn't make a difference. But one thing that I think she mentioned in there is that there are time vortexes in there as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that the solution to what's happening is gonna have to do with time travel. Mm-hmm. Um, for this going back before the snap, going back before the snap, some something is gonna happen. But also, but what the dude on uh, comics explained his theory is that they gonna find a way to retcon Captain America and Iron Man. Like they gonna they gonna find a way to what rec- like remove what they've been doing this whole time. Oh, okay. His theory is that like. Iron Man is Robert Downey Jr. is going to go back to where uh, his parent might not have been killed and because they got to find a way out like this and they got to find a way out for Tony Stark or for Robert Downey Jr. and for um, Chris Pine uh, Captain America Pine I think Chris Chris Pine. Pine that's his name that's not his name is it 
Either way, they got to find a way out for these characters because they their contracts end and they ain't really interested in being in these movies. Oh. So he's thinking if they go back in time, they might do some stuff to change the timeline. So if, let's say, Iron Man was to go back and save his dad from dying, which means Bucky would not have killed him. Evans. Evans, that's right. But Chris Pine is an actor. Okay. <laughs> uh, but that's kind of his theory. But that's out there. And that's with his vast knowledge of all these different things that they've done in Marvel before. But I'm, I am interested in how they're going to do that. But I think w- with all them having them suits on, I said they are going somewhere together in one specific mm-hmm. place. And I'm the excited. only place that I think that we can get them going back in time, which might seem to be the only realistic version of this, is to go to uh, that a time vortex in the quantum realm and i think the reason that captain marvel is important is because i feel like she might be the only one that can actually wield she's gonna be the only one that i think that they're gonna try to make sense to be able to wield the gauntlet because mm-hmm. she's made essentially from the tesseract mm-hmm. so she's like essentially got a infinity stone in her whole essence yeah I think that they got her because she's the only one that's going to realistically be able to wield it. Because in the comics, Nebula wielded it. But if you're trying to make sense of why somebody can wield it, if you make it, se- if you make it, if you make it seem like only very, very strong people can wield it, mm-hmm. it got to be somebody yeah. very, very Not strong. Nebula. She's in it, though. I saw she. Yeah, she, Nebula. Yeah. She's in it. She. I mean, she got. She was a very big part. Of the comic, it, it would just not do an homage to the comics to leave her out mm-hmm. because she's actually the one that wielded the gauntlet and wished things back the way it was in the original storyline mm-hmm. that turned into a whole bunch of you know how we resolve this problem. So she, to me, she had to be there. You know, I'm glad Rocket didn't get in the snap. He the only know. one. Like, he yeah. the only guardian of the galaxy. But he's my favorite. Him and and Groot, all versions of Groot. So I'm glad that he's still there because he's he's so funny. Such a and they asshole. had to have somebody from Wakanda. Like this setup, like it, it's it's good because they they got. I mean, they got the core cast, mm-hmm. but then they got Ant Man over there, and he's gonna be an important part of the story, I believe. They got a Koye, which is the connection to Wakanda. Mm-hmm. They got Rocket, which I mean, he the technology guru, but like they have to have somebody in there from a, a from, connection to yeah, each of these from Guardians yeah. of the <laughs> Galaxy. And they got um, Besides they got War Machine. Nebula. They got War Machine in there because they killed everybody else black that was male, so they had to keep one black male alive. You know, Falcon gone, Black Panther gone. Oh, that hurt my we soul. We got to have one of them. I don't know. You know, I wonder what Lupita's doing. You know, I wonder what Nakia is doing in this situation because I know she didn't go. I want to know what Mbaku is. He didn't get snapped. He going back up there with the Jabari, boy. He, uh, he said, we shouldn't have got into that shit. <laughs> but you know what? If they wouldn't have got into that shit anyway, the same people that disappeared would have snapped. They would have disappeared anyway. He just wouldn't have known why. Yeah. <laughs> <just been> a- <laughs> the fuck is going on? Wait a minute. It's dust. Yeah. <laughs> so that's interesting. But, I, you know, I just, wanted to, I just wanted to see. Because, you know, in our society, I'm an advocate for when bullshit happens. But if we, I mentioned every now and then that that scale um, the bell curve where mm-hmm. these outliers exist where a lot of the time it is it is something rooted in some kind of racial or systemic thing but there are outliers where it's just people crying wolf yeah you know and I feel like this because I'm like it just wasn't I, again I wouldn't have even noticed her name was missing because I was looking at the post I know who the fuck they are I don't need to see their names so I wouldn't even pay no attention to the names across it yeah that never would have registered with me yeah um so i wasn't upset about it and i was surprised at how upset other people got um paper was tripping did you see 
young boy. Wait a minute, because all of them got this goddamn YBN Almighty J, because they all got the YBN shit in front of these young kids. I know what happened to him. He got his ass stomped out. <laughs> and it's not funny. <clears throat> Did you see the video? Did Mm-mm. you watch him get his ass stomped out? Mm-mm. When I tell you they, like, they kicked him in his shit, like, boom, right in his face. Not funny. It's not funny. But this would I be. So he had, I guess it was Instagram, Snapchat. Somewhere he was like showing off this outfit. Oh, look at my chain. Look at the Balenciagas. Look at this. These pants cost this much. This shirt cost it. And so then he went out. <laughs> And people were saying why he out by himself. He wasn't. But because he was the person, he was the target, what ended up happening is there was a, a skirmish before this where he ended up getting separated out from his crew. And they robbed his ass. took his shoes. They took his chain. They whooped his ass. You got to be careful about stunting on the ground. With your location. And with your location. Oh, you see this? Mm-hmm. Wait till you see the niggas st- like they 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 just kicked him in his shit like hard. That's I think yeah. You see that? Yeah, but I mean it's got, it got worse than that after this. I think they stopped. They must have stopped recording after yeah. this because because they sliced his face like they yeah. sliced his whole face like he finna have a a lifetime scar. Damn. And so you know Jay Prince. <laughs> no. <laughs> so Jay Prince is basically the person when um, Drake and. Uh, Pusha T was beefing, said mm-hmm. Drake don't reply, and Drake was like, okay. Okay. Uh, he's pretty much a Texas OG. Okay. Like, um, Roy Woods Jr., you know him, right? I do know Roy He Roy tell Woods a story. Jr. He tell a story about uh, prank calling Jay Prince and that being the most terrifying thing he ever done in his life. <laughs> yeah, they used to do those uh, Yes. <laughs> so he went to Texas because this dude called him and said, hey, we're going to do some prank show, and they did some pranks, and then they were going to prank Jay Prince. He called Jay Prince telling him that he owes him money or something for the prank show. And he said that after he did all of that, Jay Prince said, where you at? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, excuse me. He said, where you at? We, if we got a money issue, then we need to meet up so that we can settle that, that money issue. And he said that he immediately said, look, this is a prank call. <laughs> I'm Roy Woods Jr. Uh, we at the radio station. We were just doing this <laughs> prank, you know, with, with whatever station he was on. And he said, okay, so we know exactly where you at. And then hung up the phone. <laughs> he Roy Woods Jr. said he left and got on the plane. He got on the plane immediately and flew back to Alabama. He was like, that was the scariest moment in my if life. somebody calmly, after you've been yelling and saying you owe me this, blah, 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 they calmly just be like, so where you at? <laughs> no. So Run. <laughs> it's a bad thing. So apparently why YBN Almighty J is connected to J Prince. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he on the same label or whatever. I mean, he got a massive label, so it could be a lot of people on this label. Mm-hmm. He pretty much said, Hey, reaching out to my New York peeps, anybody who know these guys, you know, who uh who attacked one of people and took this rap a lot chain. I think it's rap a lot. Yeah, it might be something else, something like but that. he took took the chain yeah. that as a representation of of my business. Y'all need to let us know that you know and tell them to come out and let us know. Blah blah blah. 
So these dudes came out and was like, man, fuck you, OG ass nigga, man. Jay Prince, you can suck my dick. What's All wrong right. with you, man? Nigga, come to New York stunting this. What's going to happen? So two days ago, they were all arrested in an unrelated case of them shooting a police officer. So apparently they connected with something that happened. And you know what? I'm not going to say that an OG like Jay Prince have that kind of reach, but it really wouldn't be surprising if yeah. Jay Prince reached out to some OGs who knew what these yeah. young boys was out here doing and that was in some shenanigans and they got caught up just because they leveled a disrespect that came about this situation. It would not surprise no. me one bit mm -hmm. because the thing that happened, you know, I got a buddy that lived in Chicago that lived in Chicago. He moved to California now, but I asked him, what did he think is the problem with Chicago and the violence? And he said, the problem is they got rid of the gangs. He said they made a concerted effort to target these OGs who was really keeping order in the city mm -hmm. by not allowing people to do stuff. And, it's, young, oh, and, and it stopped from being three or four major gangs to where we didn't interact. We didn't get involved in each other's business. Mm -hmm. Like when you watch shit like uh, Luke Cage mm -hmm. and you see all those mob families coming together and be like, listen, we was in this territory. We in this territory. The misunderstanding we had was that your little young guy yeah. came and did this and came and did that. And they always beat the ass of the young guy and say, this is why you don't do shit when you ain't got permission. You know, and so he said that when you get rid of those OGs, it turns into a whole bunch of corner and street gangs because they still have this gang mentality in their minds. Mm -hmm. And the reason that they got into these gangs was because they were looking for somebody in the community to connect to because they ain't connecting with the people that they want to love them. Mm -hmm. And so they out here with these street gangs. And now instead of it being four gangs that was led by people in a hierarchy, you got lit like these street gangs where literally from street to street to street to street, you can be getting the beef with people that's like four blocks away from you uh -huh. because you ain't never seen them before and they wearing something you don't recognize or they dating your cousin and you know and it turned into some kind of beef yeah he said that's the problem and so when you look at um when you look at a situation like this like it don't surprise me that if, if there's some ogs in new york who jay oh, prince yeah. could call up and say uh or even even radio people up there that people respect say listen uh, reach out to some OGs in the area and find out who the fuck these YBN niggas or, or these, uh, they were called the Jack Boys, I think. Find out who the fuck these no, Jack Boys is niggas. and find out what they got on them, what kind of dirt they got, because I will send my Texas goons up there for them if y'all can point them out. Or, uh, and I imagine that some New York OGs might say, we, we already know what they involved in. I mean, just tell us what to do. Yeah. We'll make sure they get picked up. Uh, or do you want to handle it on the street? And, you know, I imagine the OG from another place would be like, if y'all can handle it, handle it. I really don't see, I re, I don't, but a part of me don't see OGs getting the police involved. Yeah. Like telling or snitching, I really don't see that happening with mm -hmm. no OG crowd either. You know, just from watching all these OGs interviews on like Vlad TV and shit. Like them niggas, <coughs> them niggas do not fuck with the police, nah, hell period. No. So Maybe it's disconnected, but I feel like just the heat they put on themselves mm -hmm. barrel rolled into this shit they got going on right but now. But if you've ever, you know, again, I watch a bunch of documentaries. That's just what the sh that's what I do. Any of the documentaries you've seen on gang life, there is a hierarchy. It's with the older people in the gang. Now these young folks who be out here that get in and don't have the level of respect. No, it's still a gang, and they still doing fuck shit. Do not misunderstand, <laughs> but what you said about them having a level of respect where they will come together and be like, oh, okay, our young guy will we'll handle that. We and they get they whoop the ass of whoever it is in their own game that they need to because there's a system 
in place. That is very true. And I don't think that a lot of people recognize that, um, that there is a hierarchy. There is a, a, a system to it, or there used to be these, these new young, young boys just out here just doing bullshit. They just, you know, Young and stupid. <laughs> just out here doing shit to do shit. Just to do shit. But I have watched documentaries on like the Crips, the Bloods, some of these other gangs, and yeah. Um a lot of them when the OGs go into prison and come out, it's so fucking different on the street. Cause these kids is just it's a whole different thing. Yeah. They different. So, um, they're um, they don't have principle. No. They're un, they're not disciplined. Mm-mm. You know they don't have any boundaries. And OGs, you know, from what I know about gang life, have all of that shit. Yep. And they have systems in place, and they just generally all out smarter, because they lived in an environment where they had to be a lot more cunning to get away with shit. Being black in a time where black was already more heavily targeted. Look, organized crime. People that run organized crime is called organized. For a reason, <laughs> okay. It you know these are some very intelligent people. A lot of times, that create these systems that work. Like it, it's called organized because that's what it is. It's not you out here in chaos just doing shit. We had uh we had two hours. Okay, I didn't. Uh, Mama June got arrested for having drugs on her, but who the fuck is surprised? I, and she got arrested in Alabama. Honey, boo boo, mama. Oh hell! Um, <laughs> I was gonna talk about um. I was gonna talk about the uh, New Zealand shooting, but oh, I, yeah. before I talk about it, I want to read at least the bulk of his uh, manifesto. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that next week. What? You got anything else on your mind? I do not. Well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.